Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of Partner Perspectives, the CX Partner Success Podcast Series, where we hear from industry experts, Cisco executives, and of course, our Cisco partners. As usual, I'm your host, Scott Shell, and today's really exciting because I have a good friend of ours from SoftChoice, Ryan Coverdale, who's a product manager in their network solutions. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. So SoftChoice has been doing some cool stuff with us for a long time. And we've been working with you guys directly on your managed services platform and a lot of the stuff you're selling to your customers. I think we're reimagining that within SoftChoice now. So maybe you could start the podcast out by telling our, our listeners kind of where you guys started, where you are now, and maybe a glimpse of what, what's in the future for us. Yeah, thanks. So SoftChoice has been a services for first organization for a long time. And what SoftChoice has always done is they've wrapped a software acumen around our business. So we help our customers understand the value of their assets, really good at making software asset management a key factor. And then we deliver services to meet customers where they are on their journey so that they can get where they need to go as a business. So historically, we've always done that. And what we do is we take that feedback from our customers to make sure that our offerings are relevant so that they are getting the most value out of both their software as well as their hardware investments with our services that we offer. So in the future, we're gonna continue to take that feedback and we've got a really unique opportunity right now to start combining some of that asset management and lifecycle insights in with the services that we offer. So traditionally we see a lot of, um, so first of all, that's the the great part about SoftJoyce. You guys have always been a services first business, being a customer focused business you leaned into the software management for a lot of our partners did. And so you guys have come a long way in, 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 in doing that. But what I think is pretty cool now, um, and I think you and I talked about this a little while ago, was traditionally we have partners who have a managed services business and they've got a life cycle part of their business. Maybe, they, maybe it's built out, maybe it's not. Um, maybe they're trying to do something with it. But you guys are doing something with it. You're bringing those two factions together. You're, you're bringing your break fix into the solution era and now align, aligning it to your lifecycle services. So help me with that. What's, what's that journey look like? So when we've worked with customers, we know that they need to see what they've bought, that it's not sitting on a shelf, that it's out there causing a positive impact for their business so that they can go be successful in their venues. So what we've done with our most recent offering is we've taken our lifecycle team, our customer success team, and we've expanded their reach to all of our managed services so that no matter what managed service you're getting from SoftChoice, you've got a customer success focus for that customer. And that drives all sorts of efficiencies for asset management at renewal time, just saving the hours that it takes to reconcile all your inventory. So we've taken that approach. But was that a natural motion for you that you, you wanted to align these CSMs to do that or were customers asking for it? Uh, we we followed all the literature. We followed all the trends. We've put success into our company okay. motto, success fully realized. And so what we do is we make sure that our customers know that we've got their best interests in the center of our strategy. So we want to make sure that those customers are getting the most out of their investment. And that's why we want customers to do business with us. Got it. So I think um, we know from working with customers and from other partners and with you guys, I mean, customers are not really, at, they're demanding it now, they're, but they're not even demanding. I think they're expecting it because that's just the, what the norm should be with, with, with their technology vendors is I better get the return of my investment or see the value or make sure I understand what that is because at renewal time, it's going to be much more challenging, right? 
Oh, absolutely. And what we've seen on top of all that is that the customers don't know how to get the best value out of their investment. They don't know how to procure it the right way so that they're spending the right amount of money to get the maximum value. And that's where it comes from, is when customers work with us, they see the value of their investment fully realized. The value of their investment fully realized, and we talk about that a lot on these podcasts, is how do we make sure our customers are getting value of what they purchase, whether it's from Cisco or another vendor. Um, but our partners have to help them with that. So when you say you're helping them with the, and, and this is at the center of your strategy and the life cycle and the, uh, the, the, the return on investment for your customers. Is that data driven? Is it, is it spreadsheet driven? How are you guys doing that? So we do it in a lot of different ways. So from a sales perspective, we make sure that we understand what the nuances are of the, pro, the procurement and the purchasing. So we help them navigate things like enterprise agreements and understanding purchase programs. But from the, from the implementation side, we have a deep repository of customer information that we use to fuel our renewals process, our customer success process, so that we're constantly reminding the customers what they have and what their next options are. So you guys have your own digital platform? Absolutely. So talk to me about that real quick. So we, we leverage a number of different tools in the background, but it's a matter of making sure our master data team is able to put together those various silos of information to make a coherent message that we can send to the customer. So I'm a customer of soft choice. I go on and click on your, your GUI or your, your, your website. It's giving me the data in a form that I can understand. I can take action on. I can request stuff from you guys. Are you making recommendations to me? Some or all of that? Yeah. So, so mostly it's our team processing that data and okay. reaching out personally to the customers. Got it. Okay. So I think everyone gets sick of me using this term that we came up with about nine months ago at, at a meeting in Orlando when someone said it is digitally led, but human supported. Yes. And I look at it as uh, similar as you'd think of a contact center because we don't need to replace humans in any sort of way. We need to make humans superhumans with technology. Right. I'm a consumer. Every time that someone tells me to go to a website and figure it out for myself, I'm like, really? Um, that's why I'm calling you, right? So uh, we, I love the fact that I can go do that, but you want to talk to somebody when you want to talk to somebody. So you still have the ability at SoftChoice through those customer success managers. Uh, are, are those part of the managed service or is they, are they part of a special engagement? How do one of your customers get a CSM? Yeah, a CSM is baked into our deliverables. Okay. So when you buy a, a service from us, it's got customer success built into that service with regular meetings where we're going to review your environment and make sure that we're fine-tuning it to the best advantage. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've all read the books. We've all gone to, you know, TSIA Academy for everything that we've done yes, uh, we <laughs> with, with building out customer success, right? Um so the whole land adopt, expand, renew was, was, you know, we made that famous in Cisco. That was our platform. And, and now our CX organization has grown from that into the, the, the racetrack and use it like it, love it and all that stuff. But you guys have embraced the fact that those, that regular cadence and the interaction with your customers are a vital part of that. Absolutely. And that's why we're excited about the capabilities that we're seeing in the CX and PX clouds, because that's giving us the tools to access that data in an automated way so that we can be more efficient and even have more robust data for our customers to use in their decisions 
and to help guide them on the life cycle, how they can adopt their technology and then continue to drive yeah, and that's, up the value. And that's kind of where I was going is, is, is you guys have always at SoftChoice been a great cons consumer of our APIs and, and some of our, our services APIs. But now you guys have fully embraced what's coming from success tracks and the CX cloud and how you guys can have access to the PX cloud. There's a lot different information now coming to the customer than what you traditionally had. Absolutely. It's got insights built in to the raw data. So how does it help you, the customer? Well, giving a customer a spreadsheet with some quantities on it, that's data. Right. But if you take those quantities and you apply it towards a use case or an outcome that they're trying to achieve with the data, with the technology, then you've really said something that resonates. Yeah. You've helped them on their business uh, objectives and business direction. And do you see SMs set those objectives and those business outcomes with the customer or the customer, you know, chooses from a standard list you guys provide them or what, how, do, how do you guys get to those, those outcomes with the customer? A common question that we ask is, what are you looking to get out of this? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's a switch or a service or a piece of software, what is the outcome that you're looking to achieve? We don't just buy software for software's sake. We don't just buy a switch so we can look at it. We need it to do something that'll make our business propel forward. Yeah. And um, so I'm assuming your CSMs have that, you know, they, they're doing reviews of those KPIs on a regular basis, how they're achieving those outcomes. Because where I'm going with all this is, we keep talking about the insights and we keep talking about your ability to have, you know, a digital touch with the human touch. But the whole idea of having data and telemetry is that it identifies actions you can take to help the customer move along the racetrack or remove an adoption barrier or whatever we want to call it. Right. Right. So how are you guys doing that within your managed services practice? So our new offering incorporates the insights that we're pulling from the CX cloud. So we're looking at the CX cloud data and looking at that lifecycle adoption. So a customer really, really wants to know if they have bought 150 whatever licenses and those licenses are not deployed. That's something that they want to know. And if they don't use those licenses, well, they've spent the money. They've gotten zero value out of that spend. So if we can say to a customer, and this is one of my favorite things to say is, if we do this, then you're going to get a better value out of the thing you've already paid for. And, and that's very appreciated from the customer. That's what true partnerships all about. Yeah. And so that, that, that type of com conversation resonates across all levels of the customer, right? But um, your ability to help them achieve a business outcome, which is typically around, I want to grow my revenue. I'm going to remove my risk or I want to uh, drive efficiency and lose expense, right? So pick one of those three or four. That's typically where these, these outcomes are, are based around. Um, I think you mentioned a couple of times, you guys are kind of reimagining your, your business, or maybe I said that I'm, I'm leading the witness here. I'm, I can't remember what it was, but you kind of re, you're kind of reimagining what's happening within soft choice. So what's, what's coming up for soft choice in the next six, 12 months around what you guys are trying to do with your managed services business, your life cycle business and how that's all coming together. Yeah. So we understand that all businesses have the same couple of goals trying to reduce spend. They're trying to optimize the technology and innovate in their business so they can succeed in their vertical. But what we do is we take kind of thousands of our engagements across everything from public cloud to end user experience and everything in between. And we're trying to make sure that we understand what the customer needs and take all that experience and all that knowledge to broaden our value to the customer. So 
we developed comprehensive services across many vendors, and those are so that we can help our customers go forward. What we're gonna do next is we're gonna start to bridge together some of our various customer bases, whether they be public cloud or traditional infrastructure, and start looking at a full stack observability service that's gonna help customers understand not just when something's broken, but when something's not broken. Understanding that healthy medium around observability and when your organization is operating correctly, you're seeing the value. And then once you know that, then you can actually alert and monitor when things don't go right. right. So we're looking to take that lifecycle value and apply that to a more of a public cloud, a cloud first world, and tie that back to the infrastructure so you always know that you're getting the value out of your investment. And that's, that, that sort of surety is where we're trying to steer that. That's awesome. Um, can you tell me time frame on that? Is it coming soon? Is it coming later? Soon. Soon. Yes. Awesome. So, so we've got a relaunch of, the, of an existing service. So it's yeah. coming soon. Good. Uh, yeah, I don't want you to get you in trouble by giving too much away because, you know, we've had side conversations. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So I'm really looking forward to it. If, if, I, if I had, uh, and we're going to wrap up here in a couple of minutes, but if I had to say, hey, Ryan, what, uh, what differentiates soft choice against your competitors? If I'm a customer listening or if, if I'm anybody and I'm saying, man, what's, what's the real value of soft choice to me? What is it? We are customer centric. We understand the value of understanding our customer needs and we make sure that our customers get the value that they desire. And by doing that, we can develop comprehensive solutions that meet all of our customers where they are in their journey so they can get where they wanna go in that same journey. I've, I've heard you mention a couple of times that you, uh, you listen to, take feedback from, discuss with, consult with your customers, you're listening to them. That's right. Which I think is, it's, it's so simplistic, but a lot of companies don't do it. We've made big investments over the past two years to make sure that we understand the voice of the customer and when things are going right. And also when we deviate from the healthy baseline and when things what that don't looks go like. right. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, it's been a great conversation today. And we're really excited about our partnership with SoftChoice. I know we're doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, we're working on uh, a lot of things with you. When all this goes to market, you know, I'm inviting you back to come back and talk to us about what's happening, right? And we'd love to talk about how you're having some customer successes with the, with the new offers and, and everything else. So we'd love to have you back. Can't wait to be back. Thank you, everybody, for joining today for the latest episode of Partner Perspective, the CX Partner Success Podcast Series, where we bring you real stories, real conversations, real partner success. See you next time.